We're for Sydney and New South Wales. These are today's headlines from the Daily Telegraph. It was supposed to be a takedown of major Colombian cocaine suppliers, but it can now be revealed the operation was a shambles. Police were endangered by their own operation and all to stop a hapless hairdresser and his friends from selling bags of sugar bought from Woolworths. A protected debrief report of the July 2020 incident in a suburban shopping centre car park obtained under Freedom of Information reveals a litany of chaos, confusion and command failure put police at risk of unwittingly opening fire on each other in a blue-on-blue incident. As it was, while one of the suspects fled the scene, a police officer was run over and another fired at the getaway car. But instead of tackling a well-established drug cartel, as the Australian Federal Police believed, the target was three clean-skinned men with no links to any drug ring who were just trying to make some fast cash selling fake drugs. But they were Colombian. And if you'd like to read more on that story today, you can take out a subscription at dailytelegraph.com.au or download the app at the App Store. When Peter Dutton went down by five votes to Scott Morrison in the August 2018 Liberal Party ballot to replace Malcolm Turnbull, he looked fate to be one of the nearly men of Australian politics. Though it had been Dutton with the guts to stand up against Turnbull as the champion of right-wing liberals itching to get rid of the man who had deposed Tony Abbott in 2015, when the dust settled, it was Morrison who came away with the prize. When a year later, Morrison went on to beat Bill Shorten, the conventional wisdom was the Dutton's time had passed. But today, no one in Canberra is talking about Peter Dutton as yesterday's man anymore. His arrival as Defence Minister in March, a job even his Labor critics say privately he was born to hold, has come at the exact moment the portfolio is moving to the top of the political agenda for the first time since the end of the Vietnam War. Dutton's importance inside the government is so certain to rise as national security comes to the forefront in the wake of the rise of tensions with China. And we'll be back after this. News doesn't have to be boring. The Brits have given Prince Harry a new nickname after yet another tell-all interview. Oh God, is it the ginger winger? <laughs> <laughs> Let the team at news.com.au get you up to speed each day with their podcast from the newsroom. A couple were busted joining the Mile High Club. Well, I guess they can't fly virgin anymore. <laughs> Politics, sport, red carpets, royals. Get all the goss in just a few minutes. Follow from the newsroom wherever you get your podcast from. Size doesn't always matter when it comes to the booming housing market. A comprehensive study of transactions over the past two years reveals buyers get substantially different house sizes depending on which region they purchase in. And these differences were rarely reflected in the prices as some of the smallest houses had the biggest price tags, while areas with an abundance of larger homes were often much more affordable. The Ray White data obtained exclusively by the Saturday Daily Telegraph showed the Inner West generally had the smallest houses in Sydney, while the Upper North Shore had the biggest. Western Sydney houses were nowhere in between, making Sydney quite different to other capitals where properties tended to get larger in middle and outer ring suburbs.
And holiday staff Sydney siders could enter a lottery to win a free hotel accommodation anywhere in the city. It's a bold proposal put to the state government at a meeting of business leaders and government ministers by Western Sydney Business Chamber Director David Borgia. If the government agrees to fund it, this would not only give Sydney siders a chance to explore other neighbourhoods over the summer holidays, but also address the fact that accommodation in many regional areas is likely to be booked out. The idea was also designed to wipe the banked-up leave many workers had accrued over almost two years of a pandemic, leaving companies with significant liabilities, while also wooing people back to hotels that had suffered an image crisis after some were used for the COVID quarantine system. And that is the latest headlines from the Daily Telegraph. For updates and breaking news throughout the day, take out a subscription at dailytelegraph.com.au. We'll have another update for you tomorrow. The podcast Faith on Trial looks into Hillsong, both in Australia and the U.S., and takes both the listener and hosts on unexpected twists and turns in the story of Brian Houston and the singing preachers. There are two incidents involving Pastor Brian. The Australian journalists uncovered a litany of alleged criminal behavior in the megachurch. Financial gifts were being given to the leaders of the church. Listen to Faith on Trial Hillsong ad-free on Crimex Plus us on Apple Podcasts today or wherever you get your podcasts.